Welcome on into Betting the High Line, your go-to destination for all of your picks, parlays, plays, and analysis around the beautiful game. I'm Thomas Viola, and joined as always, he's still basking in the afterglow of Chelsea's Champions League victory, the triumphant Taylor Wilson. Champions of Europe, we know what we are. It's a good transition there, Tom, as we uh, move to a different European competition. But there's only one champion of Europe that matters this year. That is Chelsea Football Club. That is my 1-0 exacta hit on the Chelsea win there in the final as Man City bottle yet another final, yet another uh, big Champions League game. So got to love it, Tom. I mean, we said it on the show. Like our consensus was if City's going to win this game, it's going to be multiple goals. We're going to be looking at like a 3-1, 2-0 finish. Something like that. If Chelsea wins, it's going to be 1-0. Take a wild guess which way I bet, my friend. <laughs> hey, well, oh. we did. Like we said, we had all the bases covered. We had Parles come on and try to plug uh, what, what seemed like kind of crazy underplays, but I guess he probably profited on some of that. And uh, I went three for three, Tom, on my bet. So a, a pretty terrible end of the betting season uh, got saved with the last game of the club season for me. I mean, just fantastic. For me, uh, the chase continued as I absolutely <laughs> bombed my way through the, na- the CONCACAF Nations League last week. However, we're doing a show now. Yeah, after we haven't even done a show since that chaos. Good God. The United States coming out on top, though. Oh, it felt good. It felt good. Mm. I don't, I, there, no analysis of that game is appropriate, just like CONCACAF. That's all you need to say. I mean, it, it, un, unbelievable, except so believable in every way. Uh, I, you know, we were texting about it after uh, players, fans hitting their own players in the head with bottles, always good. Uh, we, you know, uh, that I, I don't even know where to start. A, a fan diving off of the CBS TV set. I don't know. I don't know if he's okay. I hope he is. That was wild. Uh, but that, that, that happened. And by the way, the soccer, uh, five goals, extra time, a few different <laughs> fights, a save penalty from the backup goalkeeper. I mean, you had everything you needed. So a that backup was backup goalkeeper in his hometown. Yeah. Then the next week on it was his birthday. Um, it, the game was actually played on my birthday, and I suffered a bit of an injury, ended up in the hospital. And I woke up, and my first words were, what was the score of the United States-Mexico game? And sure enough, it it was just going into extra time. I watched that, nearly had a heart attack, but I was in the right place to do to have one when uh, when Horvath made that save. I'm okay, we're okay, and we're here getting ready to talk some Euros, my friend. Let's get right into it. Let's break down each and every group. We'll talk about a little bit about some of the individual games coming up over the weekend. But first and foremost, we're gonna get to the groups, and then we are gonna get to the um get get to the of course who's going to win the entire thing what our futures bets are we're going to get to all of that right here but right now let's pull up these groups uh we're running with our odds from DraftKings, and i am actually trying to pull them up so i'm going to pause this for all right so let's get right All right, so let's get right into the group stage here. We're going to start off with Group A. And this one, not a lot of drama when it comes to the winner, but top two, we got some some juice. Um, Italy favored to win it at minus 200. Switzerland behind them at plus 475. Turkey behind them at 6 to 1. And the Gareth Bales of Wales at 12 to 1. I mean, Italy's a prohibitive favorite. 
absolutely are similar to, you know, a lot of World Cup qualifying groups and all of that. They will not have an issue getting out of this group. They will not have an issue winning the group, Tom. It becomes more interesting, and we'll talk about Italy a little bit as we get into some of the the future options, because I think they're going to be in the conversation for how far can they go and that kind of stuff. As far as this group is concerned, I look at it, and by the way, just in case our listeners aren't aware, four of the third-place teams are going to make it through. It's similar. It's the same 2016 Euros format, which was now five years ago, insanely. Um, So I I look at this as one of those groups that will have a third-place team getting through. I don't know if you agree. Um, the odd man out for me, and we'll just kind of work our way backwards here, is Switzerland. I think Switzerland will finish in last, and Wales and Turkey will battle it out second, third, but both of them will make it to the knockouts. Where do you think on that? Um, I think Switzerland has an okay squad, but I, I do think, I mean, Wales, Gareth Bale isn't the, the all-time talisman that he used to be. And I think that's going to be a really big problem for this team because they have no one else. They have Aaron Ramsey. That's that's their other player. And so I don't know about how well they fare versus Switzerland here. I do, if anything, I agree with your analysis in that if I had to pick one of these teams to be that last place team, I'd probably pick Switzerland uh, if I wasn't going to pick Wales, if that makes sense. Like, Wales is probably the team I'm going with in last, but... Wow. I, I I just don't think they're all that good. And I think Switzerland is at least capable of putting something together. That being said, they're even money to finish top two. Give me Turkey at plus 133 all day. I'm making that bet. Okay, so let's, let me give you some agreement before the disagreement. Uh, I, I think we're in a similar boat on Turkey. We've talked about Turkey in past like Nations League and friendly bets. And I think both of us have profited nicely on some numbers that were a little out of whack with them. Uh, It it seems like once again in this tournament, some of the numbers are out of whack. This is a really fun young Turkish team. And you balance that with more veteran players like Burak Yilmaz and Chalhanoglu, uh, who, which, you know, that's the balance that you want. You want young, promising players with a couple of leaders in there. And I think uh, Turkey absolutely has that. The, the one downside for Turkey, you know, for a team that does have some kind of big-name defensive players, you know, your boy so- Soyuncu is one of them, although we can talk about an over-under red cards for him in this tournament uh, as well as a side play. Um, I, I actually don't, even though there's some, some big names defensively, if you look at what Turkey has been doing in recent games over the past year, they do give up a lot of goals, Tom. And, and that's something that worries me. Um, at an international tournament. I mean, if Chelsea was any lesson recently in the Champions League, I know it's different. Teams that play really well defensively tend to do well in knockout competitions. It rewards that kind of play. Now, having said that, that can be more of a conversation when we talk about the knockouts. I think Turkey does get out of here. And I think we are more or less in agreement on Turkey having a pretty high upside. I totally disagree with you on Wales, though, Tom. Uh, I, I think, you know, I would have agreed. So the bail point, Bale showed some life, man, with Spurs in this in in this in this life, era. He, he just, did. I, he's an old man. I don't know. And this now this could be the last tournament so of his career. I get that, and I and I think that's going to be that's an interesting point, Tom. What? Because we're, we're on the end of like an insane soccer schedule. So how are, how are the older dudes going to be affected by that? That's a huge part of all of this. It's a huge part of the Copa America as well. Um, but I, I I think in just a small sample size. By the way. There, he hinted that this could be maybe the last time we ever see Gareth Bale on a soccer field this summer. So I think there's some incentive for him to go all out. I do think we see something from Bale. I, I agree. He's going to have to do a lot of it. 
But it wouldn't shock me to see a guy like Daniel James step up in some of the playmaking roles. It wouldn't shock me to see some of those Bournemouth guys, a guy like Joe Allen from Stoke, David Brooks. Harry Wilson was really good in some of the recent Wales games, the Liverpool lad. Um, They have more guys than I think you're giving them credit for. And this back three, back five system has actually played pretty well against some of the smaller teams. Now, against the big teams, they're still getting ripped open. And I don't think they're going to have any chance, you know, when we talk about the knockouts, but I think they will be in those knockouts to give us uh, a little bit of a look at what they're capable of. So I actually, uh, looking back at what I have down here, I have Wales finishing in second and I have Turkey finishing in third uh, with two teams that I think could be somewhat impressive in this group. And I think Switzerland lays an egg out of Group A. I could see Switzerland laying an egg out of Group A, but I really do see Turkey finishing in that second spot. I'm, I'm, Curious to see how they do in the tournament. Like you said, yes, the the defense gives me concern. I'll I'll talk more about their futures prices later on, but I think this is a team with a lot of high upside, and I think they have a decent chance to make some noise here and maybe be the not quite an apt comparison to Iceland in 2016 because Iceland was just such a wonder story. But still very curious what's going to happen there. And – I, I'm higher on Turkey than most, I would say. Call it Thanksgiving dinner here, my friend. Let's move on to Group B. We got Belgium, Denmark, Russia, and Finland. Belgium, of course, the minus 130 favorite. Denmark, plus 235. Russia, plus 525. And Finland, 33 to 1 to make it out. Can I interest you in some Finland prices? Oh, my God. You read my mind, Tom. You read my mind. You absolutely can. I don't know if that was a troll or a chirp, but I am genuinely unironically interested in this Finland team. No, Uh, I think so. First. So first of all, so first of all, so first of all, let me let me backtrack. Let's start. Let's let's do this. Let's do this sensibly. Let's Let's go through the bottom. Let's. Um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we agree that it's Belgium and and, and the pack, right? I mean, I know I know. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Minus 130 isn't a bad price to lay here. I have it written down. I have it circled. That's a perfectly acceptable price. Perfectly acceptable. They're, like, they're getting a minimum I'm, of seven points board. and probably nine. It, it's feel, it feels like a nine-point group stage for Belgium. Like, even I, if Kevin, I wouldn't be shocked. Even if Kevin De Bruyne isn't fully healthy and even if Eden Hazard still blows baby chunks, um, Lukaku is insane. Uh, Courtois is still fantastic. And this team is still very talented. Um, we can talk more about their future prices, but and I'm uh, I, I'm worried that their golden chance at silverware was the 2018 World Cup and they missed out. But they, I mean, Denmark, Russia, and Finland. This is this is Belgium's group and minus 130. I'm very comfortable laying. Totally reasonable. Uh, I think Belgium's winning every one of those games. Belgium still. When you talk about pure name recognition. They might have the most. Like, they're up there with France and England in terms mm-hmm. of just the, the amount of individual stars on this team. Now, the fact that Hazard and De Bruyne have been these two kind of talismanic players this generation, and both of them, you know, De Bruyne, I, I have more confidence in his fitness and what will happen there. Hazard, we haven't seen the same Hazard since he left Chelsea. I Those are concerns, but there are so many other guys uh, I totally agree with what you said, though, about 2018. It feels like that was kind of the last gasp to really uh, have a lot of these guys in the prime of their career, but plenty of them are still very good. And none of the Belgium holes that I think will show up eventually, Tom, are going to show up in the group. So we're full agreement there. Now, having said all of that, and I teased this with Finland, the other three teams, Tom, I just, it feels to me like they're going to beat each other up. Okay. Now, Russia showed us a lot 
when they hosted the World Cup. I don't think, you know, that was an overachievement. I don't think we're going to see anything close to that this time around. Here's the thing. There's, the, there's is, a very real possibility that that team is choosing. Like, their <laughs> stats from how much they just ran during that World Cup, like, this team is unpredictable. Um, our legal department's budget isn't high enough to protect us against that libel, so I'm staying. My hands are off there, uh, but yeah, yeah, yes, yes. As I wink, as I wink at the camera, maybe. Um, <clears throat> fair enough, fair enough. I guess one of my big things here, though, and I, I've had this talk with a few people who are high on Denmark. Jeff I don't Parles. know if I see it, Jeff Paul. Yeah, let's just let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. Jeff yeah, Parles, we're naming from the names book, on Sports this show. Network, uh, who has Denmark in the semifinals? Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I see it. Like, where are the goals? Like, is, is Yusuf Polson going to be the guy up top? I don't. I don't know where the goals are coming from. I don't see a whole lot of the now. If, if their whole thing is defensive identity with guys like Andreas Christensen, maybe, and just making the game ugly, which I do think in this group stage will have some ugly games. I mean, that, like, but that I just don't that see it. With works in a tournament like this. So remember, Portugal won the Euro, not winning a game in regulation until the semis last time around. That being said. I'm completely with you here, and all of a sudden, I'm not hating the Finland plus 950 top two. Okay, so let's let's again hold that for a second. Let's just talk. Let's just finish the Denmark price thing here. Denmark not to qualify from the group plus 500. Oh, oh. I mean, now keep in mind, it's hard not to qualify from these groups. I mean, you got to be really yeah. bad. It's just two third place teams and then all the fourth place teams. Those are the only teams. So that's what uh, is that eight teams total? Yeah, twenty four minus sixteen. Duh, eight teams total uh, that would qualify for that for that uh, prop there. But I five to one. That just that value seems out of whack to me. I don't know if that's the correct price. So I'm thinking about that. I mean, it might be worth now, it might be worth a shot, but I, I'd rather go on the other end and go nine fifty for top two. Well, so I'm I'm doing I'm doing both. <laughs> I'm doing Good both. Point. I got Finland finishing second as well. I, I don't love it. I, you know, I made my Russia point. I made my Denmark point. It's gonna be the Timu Puki show. He's going out. He's playing like he's with Norwich in the championship, <laughs> and he's gonna get it done. Finland really impressive results. I mean, they're here. You know, it, it's not yeah. any fluke that they're in this competition. Tom, first time in a major competition, I think ever. I you know, someone our stats department will fact check me on that. Uh, it's going to be fun. You know, you mentioned Iceland earlier. Can I interest you in another Northern European wonder story, Cinderella story? I think it's Finland this time around. Their, uh, their head coach is also an optometrist. <laughs> really? No. But remember how Iceland's we head love- coach was also oh, a dentist? Iceland, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I, you, you have sold me on this, my friend. Oh, God. No, don't, We're done. Dude, We're don't, don't screw me like that, Tom. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Because here's the thing. You, I need to hear an argument for Russia or or Denmark, and I haven't heard it. That's really what this is, as much as anything. I mean, your argument I, is the is the roids, so that's fine. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm going here. Like this Russia team has been play they, like they played very well during that World Cup, and they've they, yes, it was home field, but I I could be convinced to see them making it out of a very weak group. But the thing is that you can make that same case for Finland. Group C, we got this is this is the terrible group here. The C stands for crap. 
Because it's the Netherlands at minus 190, the Ukraine at plus 425, Austria plus 450, and the darlings of the tournament, North Macedonia at 40 to 1. You taking a North Macedonia future? Yeah, no longer Macedonia. You got to add the North now. Uh, I uh, <laughs> is minus what? I mean, I know this isn't a this is not a type of play that you enjoy, Tom. A lot of juice, but like N- Netherlands is winning this group, right? I mean, it's you, you put a hundred bucks down to win fifty. Like, I mean, I that's returned. It's not that's not you know that's not the kind of like bet that I want to make a career out of. But I, yeah. That seems reasonable, right? I, I just I don't see anyone else winning this group. Um, now, now again, close. I'll shout out Jeff Parles. He has he has Ukraine winning it at like I, I think a five to one price. Or so you have the numbers up, but um, you know as we just make this the Parles roast hour. Yeah. But uh, I I don't really see that. I think Ukraine could get that second place spot because just because of of who else is in this group. I mean, there's certainly an all. It's going to be Ukraine or Austria, and then probably. Uh, probably one of the two groups without a third place advancer. Is that fair to say? I mean, it better be. That, that's what I'm saying there. Because I mean, not none of these teams are terribly great. Netherlands, even they they've they've fallen a long way. I think they're going to make it out of the group. But this is who everybody wants to play in the next round. Although obviously totally. that's already fixed. <laughs> I I don't want to put too much capital into the group, into the crap group, as you called it. But I do mm-hmm. think Netherlands seems safe if, and I don't know if it's going to keep moving in the wrong direction. So maybe lock it up as long as it's on the other, on the right side of two of minus 200. But uh, beyond that, uh, may, is there, is it a plus price to get Ukraine in second? I mean, um, let me pull it up here. Uh, minus 124. No, it's minus 124. I mean, eh, I, mean I guess. I don't, I'm not, maybe, I don't that. know. They're not, I'm they're not the favorites to finish second. Austria. Austria is almost even yeah, money. I, I, I'd flip a coin between those two. I have no take on that second place fight. So Neither do I. Um, group D, we got England, minus 235, Croatia, plus 380, Czech Republic, 1050, and Scotland at 16 to 1. So I really like the Scotland team. Uh, I England, think they are going to be one of the th- – go ahead. Scotland is beating England. That's for the memes, for the memes. Bet on it. I mean, I would love it, just as you say, for just for the culture, you know, just just to explode Twitter.com. Yeah. But uh, I I do have, so I let's just go uh, reverse order, I guess. I, I have Czech Republic fourth, Scotland third, Croatia second, England first, and I have Scotland as one of the third place teams advancing. You can get them at a plus price to advance right now. I think that's relatively safe at plus 110. I do think Czech Republic is considerably worse than any of those three teams so therefore if four of the if uh, let me get my math right four of the six uh or is it six of the eight geez good god if if everyone but two of the third place teams make it through i think scotland's one of them um so you're getting a slight plus money there i think that's a safe enough bet croatia second england first there's nothing you can bet that makes sense for england to win the group if you want an England play and ends up happening on the business end of the competition and you're saying that they're going to get over their demons and finally win the Euros, and we can talk about that later in the show. But I do have them winning the group. Do you, do you agree with that, Tom, or no? I mean, yeah, they're, they're winning the group. Croatia has gotten very old. Uh, they're, like, they, they've aged a lot since that second-place finish in the World Cup. Um, 
that's that that's my biggest concern with when it comes to that team when it comes to that team i can't back them to beat this young england squad that is going to be very hungry and is also going to fall flat on its face when they face spain in the second round but that's looking ahead a little further england will win the group here they aren't going to be that much of a disappointment but they are going to be a disappointment when they lose in the quarters uh, see so we have a different uh oh no in the quarters yeah 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 Okay, well, well, we will, we will see. We'll get to that. Ah, they might um, not make the I, quarters. They might not make the quarters. Oh, I take that back. Uh, oh, Tom, what, what is going? Wow, I'm fascinated to see what your back end of the, of the tournament looks like. Okay, really quick before we get out of this group, yeah, I agree. Croatia is is old. Often, when you see that kind of magical run at a previous major tournament, you know where they made the final. I, I don't think they're going to be able to follow up anything close. Scotland plus three ten top two. Is that something that interests you at all, or is that just a no. little bit too much of a reach? Too much of a reach. Too much of a reach. I, I I need to be getting five to one on that. Yeah. I, I don't think the price is quite there either. So, uh, yeah. Sounds like we have basically the same order in that group. So, just that's, that's the scary. reverse, I guess. Congrats yeah. to the Czechs on winning Group D. Yeah. Czech Republic, you're, you're Group D champions. You heard it here. Group E. You got Spain. That's very prohibitive favorite at minus 265. Then you got Poland at 575. Sweden, 650. And Slovakia, 19 to 1. I mean, back, Sweden baby. and Poland are Sweden and Poland are a toss up here. Who do you like to finish second? I have Sweden just off of what I saw defensively at the last tournament, and some of those guys are back. Uh, what they did at the World Cup, I was pretty impressed by. It's not going to be pretty soccer at all, uh, and you could maybe say a similar thing about Poland outside of one of the best goal scorers in the world. Uh, I do think Sweden is more of a complete team, but that's kind of a coin flip. I, you know, the the. The prices reflect that. I mean, it's Poland minus 104, Sweden plus 102, essentially two even bets there. Heads or tails, I'll go tails and Sweden in second, Poland in third, and Slovakia in fourth. I mean, I got to agree with that. Like, th- th- this is another group that's just too chalky. I'm sure there will be a surprise. Maybe Poland does finish in second there. It, it is more like a coin flip, but... You, you and I seem to be in agreement in here in this group. So let's get to the one that I think is going to be really interesting. Group F. And the F stands for press Fs to pay respects for Hungary here because France plus 138, Germany plus 175, Portugal plus 310, Hungary 40 to 1 to take it, to take home Group F. It is possible, and I'm hoping my German grandmother is not listening, that Germany finishes in third and is right on the border of one of the third-place teams to either get in or out, just because of how much I think those two other teams, like, they could lose two of the games in this group. Now, a three-point, we we saw this in 2016, you can get out of these groups with three points. So the fact that Hungary's in there, they're all going to beat up on Hungary, you're going to see some goal different stuff come into play, and that ultimately is probably what gets Germany out if I do if my prediction comes through and they do finish in third, but I don't, you know, I, it wouldn't shock me if Germany only gets three points out of this group. So I'm just going to say that as the maybe somewhat hot take to start. I think France will win the group. I think Portugal will finish in second would not shock me if Portugal wins the group. Um, a really exciting team again, you know, the CR thing. I think sometimes we focus too much on CR with the Portuguese national team. But the a thing lot is of really the good players there. Him. I mean, the team around him won the competition without exactly. him in the final without last him. time. But exactly, they they're they're good. They're young yeah. and good. My biggest problem with them winning the whole thing is that their road is incredibly tough. But how can Deschamps get France 
can Deschamps get France motivated? Or will they be like Germany, who still doesn't seem motivated despite not winning the most recent World Cup? Like, this German team has not looked great. Uh, that midfield of Kimmich and Hummels, not ideal. They leave a lot of space open for Bayern. They're leaving a lot of space open here. They lost to North Macedonia in World Cup qualifiers. I'm very high on this Portugal team. We actually have the same, we have the same thought about Germany. I don't know if Portugal can beat France, especially because Portugal has to go in to Germany and then the trips to uh, Budapest are going to be tough. Well, that's one of the stadiums, one of the few stadiums I think is going 100% capacity, mm-hmm. uh, which which is interesting. I mean, I you know, I don't want to obsess over the, this stadium has 25%, this has 100 it just gets, it's terrible podcasting, but like it is, uh, it is a part of this tournament. Like every venue is going to be a little bit different. The vibe's going to be different. There's going to be some home field-esque advantages, some where that doesn't play into it at all. Uh, now, thankfully, you know, Buddha, this isn't going to affect Hungary at all because I think Hungary comes out of here with zero, maybe one point. Um, but yeah, so that's my order. I, I think with Portugal, Tom, and, and we're going to get into this in a second, the problem with me with their ceiling, and it sounds like hearing a little bit of what you think about England, you fully disagree. I just, they have a really tough road. And I don't know, defending as champs in this competition is tough. They do have maybe even a better team than when they won it all. Like, this team is really good. Uh, and I'm fully in agreement with you on talent there. But this next round matchup, at least how I have it written up, is really tricky. The thing is that this competition, the best team does not win this competition. I, I, I fully believe that these, these knockout stage games are unpredictable. It's a wild fun competition, but just because you're the most talented does not mean that you're going all the way. Look, looking back as we talk about, I, I, I like Portugal a lot. For me, the big thing with France is N'Golo Conte has put in a lot of minutes. Uh, I agree. That's a good point. Well, and again, this is the minutes thing, right? Like so many, there were, so the, I think about the U S game, right? The U S uh, Mexico game that we alluded to earlier, early in that game, Pulisic was, kind of meandering, you know, looked a little bit lost, but it's like, dude just played a, a full season yeah. up to the Champions League final. And then yeah. we saw him, of course, come through late in that game, right? And with all the heroics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it wouldn't shock me if we see that kind of a thing with Conte early in this turn. Like, in some ways, now this group is what makes this tricky, but I, I wonder if France will be thinking about that in terms of some of these group stage lineups, thinking, hey, if we can win this group, we save a guy like Conte for later, but unfortunately the group's so tough where you can't really do that. Maybe only in the Hungary game. Um, so that's a good point. That's a good point. I think there's a lot of talent there though, including in that midfield uh, to maybe make up for it. So we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but um, same order, Tom, or are you going with Portugal to plus three ten to win, to win uh, group F? No, I think France has enough talent. I think France is good enough that they are going to win the group. I think Portugal comes in second. All right, Taylor, let's take a look in at our brackets now. Once we're through the group stage here, I've got my first matchup is Belgium-Poland here. What are you looking at for that first match? All right, so I have Belgium-Scotland. I would imagine, to make this easy, both of us have the Belgians? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're moving on from that one. Italy-Austria is my second second round game. What's yours? I have Italy-Ukraine. I would assume that we have a Belgium-Italy matchup in the quarterfinals. That we do. That we do. Uh, After that, I've got France-Switzerland. Okay, I have France-Russia. We both have France moving on. No conversation about that. Yes, we do. Croatia-Sweden for me. We have the same matchup, and I actually have the Swedes going to go up against the French in the quarterfinals. 
finals. What are you doing, Matt? I have a rematch of the 2018 World Cup final there. I think the Croats make it out. Uh, Then I got Scotland, Spain. Okay, I have Spain and Turkey. See, that would be a tough one for me there. It was a tough one for me as well. Who do you have winning yours? Spain. I have Turkey. Our next game gets a little bit juicy here. We got England and Portugal. We got the same one here, don't we? We do. We have the same matchup, and I I think this is one of the most important games of the entire tournament, Tom. Uh, A lot of what I think could happen after this game is determined here. And I, you know, so we, we got the Portugal things out of the way. This is a true, you could argue it's a golden generation for Portugal. It's certainly at least the beginning of what English fans hope is a golden generation for England. Now, keep in mind, England has not, has never won the Euros. They haven't made the semis of a Euros since they hosted it in 1996. They did get over some uh, demons in the last World Cup. This was a tough one for me to, to, to pick, Tom. Uh, this was a really, really tough one. This was and a very easy I think it one could go, go either way. All right. Well, that's good. Ultimately, I have England. And you have Portugal winning easily, you say. Uh, England, England does what they do best. And with all of the hype and with all of the fanfare and with the new talent, they are falling flat on their face in the first round. Bottle, bottle job. Yeah, it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me at all. Um... Ultimately, man, there's just too many. So I, I said the name recognition thing with Belgium. This is the ultimate name recognition team, England. You know, I mean, you're going to have the fact that you're going to have Jaden Sancho probably coming off the bench. Yeah. Like I, I you know, the, the whole like Grealish may not even start like just Jack Grealish. One of the best players in the Prem this past season when he was healthy. Phil Foden is finally coming into his own as a real star. Mason Mount is off the back of a brilliant season helping Chelsea win the Champions League. All those players in like the attacking midfield areas for England, really impressive. They're going to get it to Harry Kane, who's been in fantastic form. I guess the argument against England ends up being somewhere at the back, Tom. Is that is that where you're seeing it? Completely. I mean, yeah, they have all the attacking power in the world, but you're not going to win every game four to three in a knockout tournament like this. Your, your back line is questionable at best, and you got Jordan Pickford and his Tyrannosaurus arms and goal. And I still don't, I'm an Everton fan, and I still don't know that that's the best thing that you want for this tournament. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, that is a, a really vulnerable spot on the pitch. Uh, I, I agree that scoring four is going to be difficult in any of these games. And, you know, picking England here goes against a lot of what I say about the kind of defensively minded teams doing well in knockout stages of tournaments. But I, I just, there's just too much talent really midfield up, right? It's not just like a, a great goal scorer and a great number 10. Yeah, It's a guy like Mason Mount who can roam around the middle of the park and do great things. It's players out wide and wing back and fullback areas that can do great things. It's a lot of creativity. Ultimately, I have to believe that that means something. So I'm pushing them past the Portuguese and after that, Tom, I have a pretty easy route for England based on just kind of how my bracket panned out for England to make it all the way to the final. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to go completely divergent considering that I do, spoiler alert, have England making the final and you have Portugal moving on. Um, we can get to the other uh, spoilers here shortly. What's your next uh, round That's, of 16 matchup? Uh, Germany, Turkey. Germany, Unless Turkey. I'm completely, so no, Germany, it's Netherlands, Netherlands, Germany. Sorry, we have I the got same matchup. We have, yeah. we have the same matchup. Uh, Netherlands, Germany. I guess you have you have given a spoiler to the fans on what happens there. 
Um, I'm not particularly thrilled on the ceiling on either the Dutch or the Germans in this tournament, if I'm being honest. Neither am I. Uh, I, 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 you know, someone has to win this game and who they play in the next round is going to be an interesting uh, chance for them to move on, although that may or may not happen. I have the Netherlands winning it. I just was so thoroughly underwhelmed by what I've seen from the Germans over the past year. Uh, you know, that Macedonia game really put a bad taste in my mouth. But yeah. not only that, you know, a ton of draws in that stretch, too. They drew the Swiss, a Swiss team that I don't like very much at all twice. Um, you know, they drew Denmark. They drew Turkey, who I do like. I don't really like the Danes either. So none of those results give me much confidence in Germany. Their defense has been leaky in some of those games, which historically is not how the good Germany teams win when their defense is doing poorly. So give me the Dutch um, and not really on anything beyond just not liking the Germans here. This is more of a fade Germany play. Um, I, I think you fade Germany at your own risk. Uh, football is a game of 90 where you pass the ball around for 90 minutes and at the end the Germans win. I think that holds true for one more game against equally not great opposition in this particular tournament. I don't know where the goals are really going to come from. They don't really have a ton of help up top, and I don't think they last very long, but I think they get past this one. All right. Brings us to our last game here, Turkey. Yeah. Turkey and Russia. Okay. So I have a completely different matchup. I have Wales and Finland, which means that one of Wales and Finland moves on. Uh, Go ahead. You first in your matchup. I mean, I've got Turkey. I've got Turkey going pretty far. I think this is the point where we can't really go round by round anymore because we're going to start getting a little too divergent here. But this is where we can maybe go through our own predictions and start uh, heading forward in that respect because I've got got Turkey going on in this round. Okay. So I have the Welsh beating the Cinderella story that stops here, Finns. Uh, I, I, as I mentioned before, I, I disagree with a lot of your Wales takes. I think they, you know, they showed some things in those 2016 euros. It's a similar format here. I'm hoping for my sake of this Wales argument that the bail that we've seen at times for Spurs this season comes through. And ultimately, you know, I, I didn't expect to push Wales far. I really didn't. I didn't, you know, if you told me before this tournament, you know, you got 24 teams, how far do you think Wales is getting? I'd say, well, they may or may not get out of the group. Let's let's see what happens. But just looking at how my bracket ended up, Tom, and, you know, this happens in March Madness sometimes. You're like, oh, wow, did I really yeah. want that team in the Elite Eight? This happened with me in Wales. I got backed into a corner, and <laughs> I, uh, I, I'll i just go on to the next round. I, I'm trying to fade the Dutch and the Germans. I got the whale. I got the Welsh continuing to move on, Tom. Oh, I got the Welsh God. just continuing to fly through this tournament. They're I have them beating, beating the Netherlands in the next oh. round. I have them beating <laughs> the Netherlands in the next round, and I have them playing England in a semi-final matchup <laughs> in a uh, you know a, a, a colonial derby or whatever you want to call it, a British derby. If um, they, I, I don't, if I don't they, love it, but if, if they get there, they're going to the final because they'll beat England. Watch. Well, I uh, there, there's probably some crazy prices I could interest you on that, but because of this just kind of backing myself into a corner, Wales makes the semis because why not play? I am going to throw some pizza money on Wales semis 13 to 1, which uh, goes in line with that top. So, uh, you know, laugh all you want. Uh, you know, perfect 3 for 3 in the Champions League final. I, I, I expect that trend to continue here as Wales cashes me big time. All right. Um, the, the, the shape about, that your eyes just did, Tom. Your eyes went as wide as I've ever seen them, but your reaction to that. So that, that's a good sign. Talk, talk about the other half of your bracket here. 
All right, so that's Wales making it to the semis. The other side uh, there on the right side, I have a Turkey-England matchup that I have England winning. As I said, if England can get past Portugal, I think they're going to the final. And so they're beating Turkey there. They'll then play Wales, beat the Welsh, and make the final. That's my entire right side of the bracket. Okay. What do you have on that side? Um, on that side of the bracket, I, of course, have the uh, Spain beating Scotland. I have Portugal beating England. And I have the Netherlands falling to Germany there. So then in the next round, I've got Spain-Portugal in that matchup. I think this is where Spain makes their exit. We saw a friendly between Spain and Portugal in the last two weeks that was an absolute banger of a game for a friendly. And I think that we're going to see a much better version in this spot here. And I think that Ronaldo does what he needs to in this Portugal team that, again, doesn't have to rely on him which is a very good thing, but he can still come up in the clutch. I think they get it done. Meanwhile, I think Turkey Turkey outmuscles Germany. Uh, this German team has not looked very motivated at all. I think they have a lot of big problems coming up, and I think this Turkey team is really trying to make something happen here. Uh, Turkey gets past Germany, setting them up with a date with Portugal, and I think that Portugal wins that match to go on to the final. So a quick note on Turkey, because I, so we both have Turkey in the quarters, right? Yeah. It, it does seem, let me pull up the numbers. Like there's actually not as much value as I would have expected Turkey to reach the quarterfinal plus two fifty. I, I would have expected a much better price there. I would too. Now, having said that, if I think they're making the quarters, I'll probably take it. But I, you know, I think we, we looked at Turkey, some of the early round numbers, I, I think maybe have a little bit more value than Turkey making it all the way to the quarters. And in my case, Turkey, beating because this is the weird thing i have turkey beating spain right and you have turkey beating germany yeah you would think that you'd be able to get them for that same price just in that game alone so that's a little weird to me but regardless we, you know we can we can figure something out there both of us have them making it to the quarters and that's the right side of the bracket all right so the left side we both have this belgium italy game right yep it's an interesting matchup. That's another one that I think could have a real effect on the rest of this tournament. Um, who, who do you have coming out of that? I have Italy coming out of that. We are aligned. I mean, it's going to come down to the health of Verratti, but yep. I, I, I like him a lot. I like, I, I really am high on this Italy team. Oh, for sure. I, I am too. Uh, you know, they, so Italy, looking back, they've won eight games in a row by two or more goals. They're in really, really good form, you know, combining uh, World Cup qualifiers, friendlies, and Nations League in that. So tons now, of different of competitions. that being said, they've played a lot of terrible teams. Yes, ab- absolutely true. But, you know, like the, the the worry for some of these past Italian teams is like, oh, like, they, you know, Italians can always defend, but can they squeak out the 1-0 win? I mean, it's how they missed out on, on the last uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Sweden, with the Sweden legs, you know, Sweden, it was just a defensive clash and Sweden got the one goal over the two legs and Italy didn't make the world cup. Um, so that's not really the case with this current iteration of Mancini's guys. Like it does yeah. seem like every position has someone who can bring a little bit of flair guys like Insigne and Berardi has looked awesome with the Italian Immobile. national team in particular Immobile. I totally yeah, I mean- agree. The Verratti health is important. Like that's, that's been true yeah. with Marco Verratti's entire career club and country. But, but th- um, this team did all of the right things after missing the World Cup to ensure that they don't do that again. And I'm really liking where they're at. They're on a mission. Well, and Jorginho is actually good now. I know, you know, Chelsea yeah, fan, et cetera, is. et cetera. But he's he's been playing his ass off for Chelsea in a really important role on the field. And that's been translating for Italy, too, when I've at least the few games that I've watched. 
if that does translate in this tournament, if you can control the midfield areas and you have flair and you still have some of that Italian defending, this might be one of the most well-rounded teams which in I the really, tournament in the competition. Which I really like. They, they are my pick to win it all, and we'll talk about our picks in a minute here. But uh, my, my next game up, I have France versus Croatia with France coming out. I have them, of course, battling against Italy, and I think that by that time, France is just tired from this season. Uh, Conte is breaking down, and Italy goes on to take on Portugal in the final. So I have France beating Sweden in the quarterfinal matchup. We both have Italy and France in that semifinal, and I think the winner of this wins it all. I, um, I, I think these are the two best teams in the tournament. The one wrinkle to that could be if I'm just if everything you said about England falls apart and Portugal goes on a Portugal run, mm-hmm. I, I it would not shock me to see Portugal repeat. Would not shock me at all. But because I have England beating Portugal, I can't do that. So the winner of this matchup wins it all. And I spent a lot of time in this game and ultimately I just went kind of just stack talent over what I think is a starting 11 that can go, uh, that can top uh, France's starting 11. But if your argument is tiredness for France, I think their bench is deep enough mm-hmm. to overcome that and try some rotational stuff as the tournament goes on. Now that's not common. You don't see that very often in, in the course yeah. of a tournament where a team is using a ton of different guys on a run. That's kind of rare, but this will be kind of an odd tournament in that there are five subs so I think a lot of managers are going to try some of that rotational stuff, especially, and we've mentioned this like three times now, on the back of a you know the longest season ever post-COVID. Yeah. So I ultimately, for me, this has as much to do with, French, with uh, the French's bench as anything. I think their bench is better than the Italians' bench. And I think in a tournament that's going to reward some of that depth, France moves on. They play England in the final. I have them beating England in the final. So chalky. I hate myself for it. I really would love to do the Italian thing. Uh, and congrats on uh, on a uh, not not as chalky uh, winner. So good job. Uh, I mean, it, here's the thing. If I'm going to bet on one of these teams to go to the final and win it, I want to bet on the team that's 10 to 1, not the team that's 4.5 to 1. Yeah. And Italy, you can grab fair. a 10 to 1 at BetMGM. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I am eyeing. So as far as like my Italy plays on the overall futures, um, I am eyeing them for, uh, I think top four plus 160 is reasonable enough. As you mentioned, I, you know, I'm not, uh, uh, FanDuel doesn't have quite the same numbers as far as Italian value goes, but 10 to one. I mean, this is a team that I think a lot of people would agree is a really good shot to make the semis. Um, and I do think, I, you know, I think Italy, England, if that ends up being the final, I feel very confident that Italy would win it. Um, I am. I so mean, I obviously I, I'm with you, I'm with you there, although you don't have, Eng- you don't have England there. You have yeah. Italy against uh, against who in the final? Portugal. It'd be a fun game. Oh, that'd a really be a really fun, fun game. game. All right, let's wrap this up and talk about our futures plays. I've got three of them as it stands. Um, I have both right. of my teams that made my final in Italy and Portugal at 10 to 1 and 8 to 1 respectively. And then I've got Turkey at 50 to 1. Uh to win it all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, why not? What, like uh, this yeah. is this is a long shot team, but this is also a tournament where a long shot can make the final. Like th- th- this is one of those kind of tournaments and I want to take like one of those mid-range to long-range teams and I think Turkey uh ter- I think Turkey's there's value to be had there. So Turkey, so you can also get them 20 to one to make the final. 
on what I think we both agree is the weaker side of the bracket. I'd agree with that. I'd take the that. make the final Turkey. Cause I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking into a Turkey future as well. You know, this is why, like I mentioned Turkey only two and a half to one in the quarterfinals. I it's just not enough value considering that I think you could get that same value in that game, that matchup alone in the round of 16. Uh, and I have them beating Spain. They're actually, I'd probably get better value than that in a Spain matchup um, or around there. I, I might consider a Turkey 20 to one just because I think Italy or France is beating Turkey. I, I just don't, I don't see a I mean, scenario I agree where that happens. With and, that. I agree and because that. I have England and ultimately like this, what could screw me over. And I'm already seeing that this is going to screw me over is I have England beating Portugal because all, there are a lot of different scenarios where all of my futures explode if Portugal beats England, which could totally happen. Um, because then Portugal, you know, I said a weaker side of the bracket, Portugal could be any of those teams. Then why not just take a Portugal future? Uh, just, just so do it England. So what? So a Portugal future, and in England to make the final play or, or just not even do anything in England, just have them in my bracket and, and say, say, screw them. Cause I like, as I continue to talk about this and I'm going to, you know, have a sleepless night. Just take the Portugal future as insurance against the rest of your picks imploding. Yeah. So that I can go uh, from our friends over at DraftKings uh, uh, eight to one. Yeah. You're seeing eight to one. Most of the place to reach final Portugal. Uh, and now three and a half. Now that's no value there. Plus three fifty. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That's a solid hedge. Mm-hmm. It's a really solid hedge because yeah. if that because if Portugal does win that game, I think they not only could make the final, probably are making the final. Okay, Tom, I think you've talked me into that. That is in there with I think I'm now live talking myself into a turkey twenty to one to make the final and lose play, and or you know or just to make the final in general. And then yeah. uh, my final one. These are all just. Just huge value plays because why not? It's a major, it's the summer, you know, Tom's podcasting shirtless right now. Why not do (laughs) I'm I'm literally going back to the pool from here. Yeah. You're headed back out to get the tan on. Why not just do pure pizza money here? Uh, My final one, and this is where it's just insane. I'll close my computer, hang up and listen. Whales semis 13 to one, mock it up. You're an absolute animal, my friend, but I have Turkey at 20 to 1 in the final. So who am I to judge? I'm going Italy to win the entire thing. I, I really let I, I just love this Italian team. Um, uh, there's no value on France and England. I, if anything, I'd like to take an England not to advance play, not out of the group. They're gonna get out of the group. I I, I just this England team falls flat on their face all the time. And what what have they done to really show that they're not gonna do that? We saw something at the last World Cup, okay? Now, their their path to get there was relatively easy. There was a freak mm-hmm. moment in the Columbia game that kind of, you know, there, there's an, yeah. another scenario where Columbia wins that game in the last mm-hmm. World Cup, and that's totally fair. I, I just, I think it'll be tight in the Portugal game, and I think the way that I have the bracket on the other side, and again, this is my Wales argument too, is I just think those matchups end up favoring England. Um, if they can get past Portugal. So we'll see what happens there. I totally agree with you. No value um, in either France or England. And those are the teams I have making the final. So with the Chalky final, you know, I'm going to make uh, the, the the Finland nine and a half to one second place play. I'm going to make some of those bigger plus money plays for other teams around the bracket uh, to hedge against that. And uh, we'll see what happens, Tom. Summer footy is here. Summer footy is here, my friend, and summer is here as well. And on that note, I'm going to head back on out to the pool. Ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitter. I'm TV at work. He's at ATLT Will. And let us know what your plays are. Let us know what you're liking in this tournament. Be sure to get your plays in. And even when you're listening to this podcast, you'll still be able to get some numbers down 
for uh, you'll still be able to get some stuff down. Numbers might change a tiny bit, but it's only that first game between Italy and Turkey, which I'm very interested in seeing. And that might actually affect some of my Turkey and Italy plays. We will see. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good one and best of luck.